Welcome back to the Retro Trash. <laughs> strike one. Let's do it again. Here we go. Don't screw it up. Welcome back to the Retro Craptacular Podcast. Reach one, continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Ooh. Hey. Hey. That was pretty tight. I was, gotta this say. is not bad. I mean, it's been, uh, well, I guess not that long. A little over a month since we did this. So indeed. I'm indeed. Shaking off the rust a bit, but we couldn't we couldn't get out of the you know the year without doing a christmas episode of course not of course not there's so much beautiful terrible christmas crap out there it's the worst genre of everything <laughs> <laughs> it's there you go <laughs> it's where artistic careers go to die yep <laughs> like wow you, it, yeah <laughs> with the, with the exception of maybe television writing okay because i feel i feel like a lot of christmas movies are bad but there's a ton of christmas episodes of things that i will revisit through you know around this time of year the simpsons have a lot of great classic christmas episodes he-man obviously uh, well yeah of course (laughs) i wasn't gonna state the most obvious thing um Fucking oh, community has several great Christmas episodes, including the musical. Oh yeah, one the, that one's great. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, the, when you when you start doing a a Christmas album as a musician, your career is over. And unless you're Sufjan, unless you're Sufjan, and somehow you make you, that you do like four of them or five <laughs> of them, and it's like a, it's you just do it. I don't know how, to, how else to explain it. <laughs> maybe it's just like quantity. He just like kept doing them, so it's like not. Oh, maybe that's the trick. Yeah, yeah. it's not seen as a cynical cash grab. <laughs> I think it needs to be either end, where it's like you do an entire five volume series of Christmas albums. I think he's done more now. Oh, that's right, he has. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like there's the box set, and then he's done a couple more since then. That's right. <laughs> so you either need like a ton, or you need to be like. Um, uh, Phoebe Bridgers and do like just one a year, and like event- one song. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. Christmas song for charity, and then eventually you'll have a full album of it. But you didn't release it all at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or uh, I mean, the obvious example, other obvious example, would be Mariah Carey, where like she mm. makes just literally all of her money <laughs> that she makes from music in November and December. Yeah, and Big then li- and then lives off that for the. Re- you know what? In a way, that's the dream. To make all of your money from something that you already did? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to just do a thing that's just going to keep paying out forever. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like if we could record one podcast episode that would... That people just kept listening to. can't stop listening to. All right, fine. We'll do The Room, okay? Fuck. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do no, the room. What do what could we possibly add to the discourse? Not no. <laughs> There's nothing we could add to the discourse. Anytime I tell people that I do this podcast and what it's about, they're like, "Oh, are you gonna are you gonna do the room?" I'm like, no. Are you gonna do the Star Wars prequels? No. Are you gonna do Troll Two? Maybe. 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 That one's on the table. That one's definitely on the table. But not the room. Maybe the for the hundredth episode we'll do <laughs> Troll Two. <laughs> We're building up to it. We're only like 20-something episodes away. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, you never know. Um, but yeah, how are, are you feeling festive? Are you... 
Feeling fastidious? Kind of. I got my Christmas tree last week. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Early. Brave. You think it's early? I think so. I think it was like. I'm always scared of the tree dying before we get to. Oh, I'm Christmas. really diligent about watering it. That's, you, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it, like, I, we get it, and then I fill it up with water, and then I check that night, and then I check again the next morning, because it drinks water so fast when it's first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. De- dying, Yeah. desperately trying to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, now I say that, and I remember that I haven't checked today, so I'll be thinking about that for the entire podcast. <laughs> it looks alive, so. Technically, yes, it does. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's kind of, I feel like I'm halfway in where I'm like, I've started putting on one Christmas stocking, but then I'm like, there's so much shit to do because it's December. Yeah. Um, and I haven't put on my other one yet. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. How about you? Uh, Sort of. I, I have, I mean, look, everyone's getting gifts from like Amazon this year. <coughs> I, I don't have time to go out and buy things i'm so fucking busy it's such a busy month um and like i'm we're kind of wrapping up the show that i'm editing and so it's been just like crunch time for the last like three months and we're supposed to end on like december 21st oh. it's like the last day of work so we're working right up to it that year end crunch yeah um and so i'm like you know what i just, I just need to order stuff on my phone while i'm taking a dump and that's what <laughs> people are gonna get for christmas that's the only free time i have poo shopping we've all been there <laughs> so yeah like I've, I've got my christmas shopping done um but like we haven't put up our tree yet we haven't decorated yeah fair yeah fair i probably get the dog a present i don't know I mean, that's super easy. You go to the dollar store. Yeah. Get him something they can destroy. Yeah. Love, love that. I mean, actually, one of her longest lasting toys was a penguin that we got her from the dollar store, and it lasted for like a year, almost. A year from almost. the dollar store? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she like, impressive. finally ripped the last leg off of it, like, this summer. <laughs> wow. Went, uh, okay, so I guess about half a year, but... Pretty good? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, haven't really started watching much in the way of christmas yet unless well okay no i did watch one christmas movie but it wasn't because it was christmassy i just wanted to watch it and that's the holiday rom-com jack black jack never seen it never seen it no wow there's honestly it's because jack black a lot of people know as a rootin' tootie, yeah, like super goof. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's something, and he does do th- that in this movie. But there's something about seeing him in the like leading man role of a movie that you're like, God damn, he's so charismatic. Like the two leading men of this movie is Jack Black and Jude Law, mm-hmm. who is a is a cut a beef. That's a thing people say, right? I don't think in that context, but... Uh... What does it mean? What did I just say, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> if someone's like a, like a cut of beef, I think they're like real like thick. Oh, they got a real like thick neck on them or something. Uh, whoops. Maybe that's like a hunk of beef. I don't know. Hunk. Okay, well, let's just go with hunk. He's well chiseled. Mm, that he is. Yeah. Um, And I think that Jack Black is like better as as a leading man in this role jack black has a shit ton of charisma yeah it's wonderful people forget that he 
has dramatic acting chops. Like, big time. He He's great in King Kong. Oh my god, I forgot he was in King Kong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's playing, like, opposite Adrian Brody and right. and Naomi Watts. And, like, he's he's killing it. Yeah, he's fantastic. So, so that was my Christmas present, remembering how awesome Jack Black is. <laughs> I would like to see him do more uh, dramatic stuff, actually. He did a movie called Bernie. I don't know that uh, one. That's also quite good. Um, it's a little bit more. I mean, it's still funny. He's still funny in it, but it's it's got some more serious stuff in it. But anyways, oh. that's, that's cool. You watched The Holiday. Yeah, I recommend. I I actually really enjoy it. It's like, ultimately, it's a rom-com, you know, and it has some rom-com tropes. But my favorite relationship in it is actually, um, like, not one of the romantic ones. It's like one one of the, the female leads just becomes really good friends with an old man, and their relationship is amazing. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's I love it so much. Um, highly recommend. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Have you watched anything Christmassy yet, or you got uh, plans to do so? No, I I do have plans to do so. Um, there's is a few... Muppet Christmas Carol. You gonna watch the Muppet? I'll watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Hell yeah! I will watch. It's a Wonderful Life. Classic. I will watch Scrooged. All <laughs> oh, right. Um, I might watch Jack Frost. <laughs> we should maybe do that for uh, for this podcast at some point. It's good. It's got one of my favorite movie lines of all time in it. Which one's that? Which is Snow Dad's better than No Dad. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> when You've the, told me about when that. When the bully's helping them at the end, finally, he's like, "Why are you helping me?" He's like, "Hey, Snow Dad's better than No Dad." I think you might have told me that <laughs> during last year's Christmas podcast. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. It's really good. Michael Keaton's in it. He's charming as fuck yeah. all the time. So I'd love to watch that. That's a good one. Uh, I found it in the Walmart bargain bin for five bucks incredible uh i was gonna give it to my mom because i thought she only had it on vhs but turns out apparently it was in the walmart bargain bin for five bucks <laughs> last year and i bought it for her for christmas last year oh whoops. So, uh, that one's going in my on my shelf Beautiful. and i also found krampus for five bucks which is a delightful little christmas horror movie oh directed by michael doherty who did uh trick-or-treat and oh. one of the new godzilla movies which was bad which which new godzilla movie Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It was the one from like 2019. It was one of the American ones. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I've seen any of those. Okay. Don't watch that one. But the other three are pretty good. Hmm. Uh, but speaking of new Godzilla movies, boy, have I got a recommendation for you. What's that? Is it a new Godzilla movie? It is a new Godzilla movie. How did I know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's a new Godzilla movie from Toho. Okay. Um, Japanese Japanese Godzilla movie is called Godzilla Minus One. Okay. The title doesn't make a lot of sense. Nope. I think it's a kind of a lost in translation thing, but it doesn't really matter. Basically, so it's set in the 40s. Okay. So it's like post-World War II Japan. Wow. Um, And I think the idea is that like when you know after World War II Japan was at zero and then Godzilla showed up and then they went to minus one because <laughs> yikes um, they're in the red <laughs> yeah wow that sounds intense but it is unbelievably good oh yeah it it it, it had better win the Oscar for best foreign language film this year it is it is insane 
how fucking good this movie is. And wow. if if the closest theater wasn't an hour away, like the, that's showing, it's only playing at like two theaters in the province. Very oh, very course. limited release. Although it's making a ton of money, so I'm hoping that it might get ex- an expanded release. Because mm. uh, it's doing really well at the box office, as it should. But it's awesome. It basically it like follows uh, a kamikaze pilot who comes home after the war which uh, not a lot of them did. I don't know if you know. Yeah, by definition. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, he he pretended there was mechanical problems on his plane. Oh, wow. And he landed on this island, um, and that's when he had his first encounter with Godzilla. Ooh. Um, and then he goes back home, and Tokyo has been, like, bombed into rubble. And, like, his yes. parents were killed in the bombs, and, like, his house was destroyed, Oh my gosh. And like his neighbors like you fucking coward. How uh, dare you show your face? You should kill yourself. <laughs> like, yikes. Which sounds rough, but like it that was kind of the culture in Japan. Yeah. The the culture of honor and if you were a coward, you <laughs> take the coward's way out kind of mm-hmm. deal, right? But um so it's a, it's about him. And so then one day he encounters a girl like uh, he hears someone's, you know, screaming like, "Hey, stop, thief!" And he encounters this girl's running at him. She's holding a baby, and she just like shoves the baby into his arms and runs away. Whoa! And he's like, "What the fuck?" And so he's like sitting around waiting for her to come back, like holding this baby. And he's like, "What do I do?" And finally, he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll go home." And so he starts walking away. And then she like comes up from around the corner. She's like, "Wow, it took you long enough to leave." <laughs> and he's like, "What? What are you even sitting here the whole time watching me?" She's like, "Yeah, but I couldn't like show up in you know plain sight and grab the babies, whatever." Anyways, oh, wow. long story short, they end up, uh, you know, he takes her and he's like, you can stay one night and then you got to go. And then, of course, you know, that's not what happens. And they end yeah. up like living together and um, and and raising the kid. And then, you know, obviously Godzilla comes back and there's all kind of stuff. But there's this really awesome human story at the center of it, which these giant monster movies never have. Yeah, and always need. Always need. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, it's so good because like the the focus is not about godzilla it's about you know what the impact of godzilla has on these on these characters and their lives and and it's just it's just so well done it's so well done amazing yeah and like he gets uh it's one of my favorite things about it is he gets this job um clearing mines from the ocean Oh, wow. Which is part of how they encounter Godzilla again. Right. Um, but it's one of my favorite things because it's this crew of four men, and they're on this boat, um, and, and their job is to clear mines, and they do this for years. And you kind of you kind of track them. It goes from, like, 1945 to 48 or something like that. So you track them over, like, a num- number of years Okay. Um, with these characters. And it's awesome like they they just have like it's really nice to see a a relationship between a group of men and like they're all working together and they all get along and respect each other wow and there's no like posturing and like toxic masculinity and putting each other down they're all just like we are friends you know we don't we don't just like shit talk each other because the writers have no idea how men interact. <laughs> like, 
You know, huh. we don't just like make fun of each other for no reason. There's like there's one character who's young and younger and they call him the kid and he wasn't old enough to serve in the war and and um, oh, wow. you know, they 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 rib him a little bit about that at the beginning cuz he was like, "Oh, I wish I could have served." And they're like, "No, you don't." <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, but like it's never it never feels mean spirited. It's just like a group of men who work together and they become friends because of it and they wow. congratulate each other when they do good and they console each other when things don't go well and <laughs> you know, like he has them over for for dinner one night and and um you know, and, and the the girl is there and they're like, Oh wow, your your wife is uh, you know, you have such a lovely wife, and she prepared such a good dinner. And he's like, "Oh, actually, we're not married, and she's not our kid." And, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh," <laughs> um, but they're like, "But you know what? That's not t- traditional, but it's good that you're, you know, looking out for her and for the kid, and you're doing a good job, and you're a good man, and like all this kind of stuff." So I don't know. I really liked that aspect of it. That but sounds lovely. It's awesome, um, but everything else about it is also is just fantastic. The effects are amazing. All of the Godzilla scenes take place in, like, daylight. Wow. You can just see what's going on. Crazy. Um, It's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. If it was playing closer to where we live, I would have seen it, like, three times already, probably. (laughs) Fair. It's so good. Wow. That's my big recommend. Cool. I'll definitely have to check that out. That sounds awesome. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. You know what else is good stuff? What is good stuff? Our sponsor... Hello Fresh. <laughs> uh no. Nah, no. No. Still no. No, we don't. I mean if you want to, sponsor the shit out of us, HelloFresh. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I've used your stuff. It's alright. I've also used your stuff. It was alright. Glowing review. <laughs> yeah. If you got let me just put it this way, if you're getting Hello Fresh and you got a recipe that has fresh herbs in it, cook that one first. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They will be wilty as fuck by the time you get to them <laughs> at near the end of the week. So. Yeah. But uh, money, please, if you want if you want to pay us. Yeah, because we'll, we'll clearly talk it up. Yeah. Like a How lot. How about this? How about this? Either pay us to do an ad for you or we're going to get do an ad for Chef's Table. Burn. Boom. Anyways. Pressure's, we'll, pressure's on. Pressure's on. We know you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> I couldn't get through it. No, no. Uh, speaking of um, sponsors, stuff that sucks the longer it goes on, uh, this thing we watched, I don't know. <laughs> what, what is it even? That was overtly sexual. <laughs> what kind of sex are you having? A Christmas secret is finally revealed. It's Santa's magic childhood. From the creator of The Wizard of Oz, a one-hour special, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, Saturday at 8. Now. <clears throat> usually yes i will plan out our year in advance i have not done that in a while mm-hmm. but i will kind of pick out all kinds of stuff for us to watch and i looked through the list of bad christmas shit that i have and i realized we've done most of it already <laughs> we were just talking about how there's so much christmas shit yeah but there's like bad christmas shit and then there's like funny bad excuse me funny bad christmas shit yeah um and i don't think the crossover is necessarily 
like I, I don't think there's a lot of crossover you know between bad and funny bad i feel yeah. like, i feel like we if we were to go down that road we would just end up watching a lot of absolute trash that's not entertaining yeah like fred claus which one's that uh, it's the one where vince vaughn is santa claus's brother fred <laughs> or christmas with the cranks which is based on like a robert ludlum book or something like that what yeah i don't know or no uh who's the john grisham oh the lawyer guy yeah he he was some based on some like i don't know if it's a christmas lawyer novel or something but i don't know wild yeah yeah there would be just a lot of shit for sure like and then we could do like i don't know the ron howard grinch like the jim carrey one i but again yeah hmm. is it bad enough no is it I, I watched it last year honestly and it held up it's fine okay yeah so like pulled... the role jim carrey was born to play <laughs> yeah 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 so i i i put it to you because i'm like you probably got like a, a case of like a box of old christmas vhs that just like weird christmas trash that you and your family would have watched every christmas because i feel like that's the kind of thing that you would have that is the kind of thing I that know, I would Because I know you have a tape of, like, Halloween specials that you watch every Halloween. And oh, I was fuck like, yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's, like... Some of those specials I actually found on Disney+, Plus, and so I got to watch the whole thing, which oh. was very exciting for me. Didn't have to fast-forward the commercials? Uh, well, no, we uh, t- stopped taping on the commercials, but, the, like, mm. only, like, like it cuts, like, partway in. Right. And then sometimes they end a bit early, because oh. it's just part of this special. Right, right, I've right. never seen, like, the intros and outros of a bunch of these. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. So, anyways, I was like, oh, maybe they've got something like that for going on for, you know, maybe there's a Christmas tape. Mm. And we could do, like, Matt's crazy family Christmas tape. <laughs> um, and then you sent me a picture of the artwork, and I was like, <laughs> fuck it, let's do it. And I guess the question I have for you is, why this? <laughs> <laughs> Literally no reason. <laughs> Where did you find it? Like, this is not a thing that you watched as a child or anything like that. This is a nope. brand new thing you've never seen. Never seen it. Found it on the internet. Just just Google, like, bad Christmas specials or something? Image search, yeah. <laughs> Image search. I was looking for covers. Okay. I saw that one. It spoke to me. All right. All right. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. Stop motion animated. Emphasis on the stop motion. <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of not a lot of full motion going on. Yeah. Like that thing in, you know, live action movies where the camera slowly and dramatically zooms in on someone's face as they're like reacting to someone or something. Yeah. Now imagine that just on an inanimate object. <laughs> yeah. Or they'll, they'll do things where they'll have like a wide establishing shot of like, you know, Santa's little cottage and he's out front doing something, but he's still. Yeah. And then it'll cut into the close up and then there'll be like a second where he's still and then he'll start doing something again. <laughs> like they just had to trim like a, a like, thir- you know, 13 frames of him not doing any. I don't know. Yep. It's stop motion. Why would you leave it like that? I- it's a very good question. Honestly, that's a very good question. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw this cover and it looked like 
some stop motion garbage kind of in the vein of like Rudolph. Yeah, it definitely has Rudolphy vibes. Um that's another thing that I I've actually never seen the Rudolph one. I've never seen I the, forgot that you we definitely need to watch that. Jack Frost, I think is another. This is like yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at the bottom of this cover, it says from a story by the creator of The Wizard of Oz. Right, yeah, it's by L. Frank Baum. Yeah, and so I was expecting it to be terrible, but also possibly be the Baum. It definitely reeks of Baum. Um, there's, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there's some... Well, I mean, to start... Yeah, should we... How? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, so they. Uh, the, <laughs> it's the, hard to talk about. <laughs> one of the main characters, let's say the narrator, mm-hmm. is a character called the Great Ack, A K. Yeah, but all the characters call him Great Ack. Yep. Like Gray, Dak. Great Ack. <laughs> great Ack. Which sounds um, like a He-Man villain. Totally. Totally. Well, yeah. Hordak. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he basically is. <laughs> uh, but he's like a Gandalf-looking motherfucker that lives in the woods. I of think at one. Breezes. Breeze. I gotta look this up now. I think it is something similarly dumb like Breezes. Yeah. yeah. Breezes Bryce. Um. It's Breezes Bryce. Yeah. Breezes Bryce. Yeah. Um. Happy Christmas. And yeah, he is at one point referred to as like the Great Woodsman. Right, yeah, 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 and he's got like an axe and shit. Yeah, well, we only see that for a brief, brief part of the series. But yeah, we've got this Gandalf, the the tree lord, the forest of Burzy, Burzy, yeah, Burzy, New Jersey, and I guess it's the land of immortals, or mm, I think. The the forest of Burzy, it has immortals in it and has a kind of like fey feel to it. Lots of like wood sprites and other weird um, things. <laughs> well, there's like a an elf or a gnome. Oh yeah, he's a a sound gnome. Yeah, is that he, what he was called? Something like that. Um, or troll? Sound troll? Uh yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to see. I mean, he's taken in by a wood nymph. Uh, the 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 the, the Santa Claus. Santa Claus is taken in by a a wood nymph. Um, yeah, it was actually really fun learning about all of the lore, the real lore of Santa Claus. Oh, this was a Rankin Bass production. You bass believe it. Rankin Bass, I believe, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out the silence here, but I believe they also did uh like Rudolph and shit. Is that why that name's familiar? I saw it and I thought, yeah, oh, that's familiar. Rudolph but... the red nosed reindeer. Oh wow. That L- would little explain... drummer boy, Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. That explains a lot. <laughs> here comes Peter Cottontail. But I also I'm did they do yeah, they did The Hobbit and The Return of the King. Oh my gosh, that's why that name is familiar. Yeah, it was Rankin Bass that did did those two. Incredible. 
Uh, so that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, yes. This, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. The movie actually opens the way any tale about Santa Claus does. With a meeting of the immortals. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> the first thing that happens is Santa Claus is flying across the sky and he sings like four lines and then the song's over. Oh, that's right. And then we go to the meeting of the immortals. That's right. Santa uh, Claus sings literally four lines and we're like, yeah. oh, I wonder if all the songs will be that short. They weren't. They weren't. Well, I mean, lyrically. Oh, Yes. Uh, some of them were that short. They just sing the same things over and over and over <laughs> again for too long. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, so then it cuts to the meeting of the immortals where the great Ack has summoned all of the immortals in the forest to yeah. determine whether or not they're going to make Santa Claus an immortal. Yep. So that he can continue his Christmas mission. And like it's a it's a round table in the middle of this enchanted forest, and there's like a bunch of immortals around it, like probably yeah. like eight or ten. They are all introduced like you know rich people entering a ball. Oh yeah. Um, and I see I could not list. tell you all of them, but one of them is a fucking wind demon. Yeah. <laughs> and that I think that one gets the most lines, honestly. Which is probably why they're the most memorable, but the, holy shit, the there commander are of the wind demons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like scary looking too. Yeah, super goofy voice, which ruined it. But you know, yeah. But he also starts all his lines by going like, "Why should we let Santa Claus be immortal?" <laughs> yeah, you know when you go to talk but you breathe too hard and you can't get the words out. You know when you've got a hurricane in your lungs that <laughs> you gotta let out before you say can say anything. Classic, classic. We've all been there every day. <clears throat> but yeah, so it's set up very sinisterly, also though, because like, oh, the music is so dramatic. Tinkler, the sound. No, I metal, hate that. Uh, meets with the great Ack uh, before they summon the council. Wait, is it Tinkler or Tingler? Because uh, one of those is distinctly worse. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it's Tingler. It's Tingler. Yeah. That's the one I like less. Oh, okay. So Tinkler is funny. Like, maybe he pees himself. <laughs> He's a little piss gnome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so PP gnome is fine <laughs> for you, but the Tingler... The Tingler makes me uncomfortable. It does sound like a sex toy, doesn't it? Yeah, here we go. Yeah. That's why. The Tingler... Or a type of condom. <laughs> the rib tingler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, today I think I'll have a French tickler. <laughs> well, I am a Protestant. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, he, they're having a conversation. He's like, we must summon the immortals for tonight will be Santa Claus's final ride. <laughs> like super dramatic music. And you're like, holy fuck fuck, the immortals are going to try to kill Santa Claus? <laughs> yeah. And he's going to have to, like, fight them back with the power of Christmas? Yeah. And children's laughter and shit? It's going to be great. I can't wait to watch this crap. And then they summon the council, and they're all sitting around the round table. He's like, we must make Santa Claus an immortal so that he can continue his mission forever. And I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah, not as interesting. They're all, <laughs> they like Santa. Why did he phrase it that way? Well, the great act likes Santa. <laughs> And the rest of the immortals are like, make a mortal immortal, but um, but the mortal, but more mortal immortal. That's immoral 
for us immortals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why would we do that? Yeah. Um it, 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 but like also why would he say tonight will be Santa Claus's final <laughs> ride if it's like we must make Santa Claus immortal so he will never stop going out and doing Christmas shit well I think <laughs> I think he does it because he knows that he's gonna die alright he's like alright cause he has to die to become immortal is that no I think I think it's just that like he senses the spirit of death hovering over santa claus and goes oh fuck he's too old he's oh, actually gonna kick the bucket right yeah like a he mortal says something would. but like tonight he will yeah so that's actually what he means that is oh but you're it right. does come across as i'm going to kill because that man <laughs> at the because well, at the meeting he's like tonight when he returns from his gift giving uh you know a journey he will meet the spirit of death. Yeah, that's right. That's what he says. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, these guys are going to murk Santa. <laughs> Did you send the spirit of death, Greydeck? Is, is he at the meeting? <laughs> I don't is it re- that wind demon? <laughs> I don't remember him coming in, but that guy's freaky. Tingler um, would have announced it. T- yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they really set it up like these guys are there to axe Santa. Like, they're like, And yeah, the, like, the music is like slow and heavy and plotting and dramatic it's a lot of like dun, 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 dun. Like, don't worry about it boss we'll put a couple of guys on it after tonight <laughs> santa claus he ain't gonna be no more he's gonna be sleeping with the fishes you know what i'm saying we'll get the spirit of death on him we got the spirit of death on him he's gonna show up bada bing bada boom no more santa no more christmas you feel what's the spirit of death is what i call my club <laughs> I got the spirit of death. That's my nine millimeter. <laughs> Two in the back of the head. Pop, pop. No more Santa. Always double tap. <laughs> Always double tap Santa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really comes across like they're going to fucking murk this guy. It's amazing. And then, and then they're like, oh, actually, no, we should make him immortal because the children need Christmas. Yeah, but he needs to convince the the other immortals. And so he says, let me tell you. The life and adventures of Santa Claus. Yeah, it's like five minutes in. Five we're minutes getting in. The, we're getting the title yeah. the title drop already. Incredible. So good. So then, yeah, the majority of the movie is actually Greydack talking about the life of Santa Claus. Yeah. And this is where we get all that juicy, lore-accurate Santa Claus backstory. Yeah. This is this is where Baum really shines, I think. You oh, get, yeah. Uh, you know, Greydack finds a child uh when he's out chopping wood or something he's a woodsman i don't think he was chopping wood i he, think he, he just was there <laughs> he just stumbles upon a child and he's like i like know in a snowbank yeah and he's like i know who should take care of this the lion mother yep so he brings it to a lion and he's like keep the baby warm and and nurse it with your milk and tell the other creatures that he is not to be eaten yep um so santa claus raised by a lioness raised by a lioness straight up and a wood nymph yep oh Uh, yeah weaned by a a lioness would probably be yeah more accurate raised by nasil the wood nymph yeah um because yeah great act goes back it's the same table that he's meeting with the immortals (laughs) where i got very confused but (laughs) and it's the same shot 
the same with, shot. With like him at the head, even though it's a circular He's wearing table. the same clothes, looks exactly the oh, same. Yeah. They, There's no costume change. They for didn't have a budget for no. two great act puppets. Plus, they're immortal. They look the same always. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, they but could have given him a different hat or something. They could have. Bring it up with Baum. <laughs> I think Baum was probably long dead by the time they made oh, yeah, this. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> this came out in like the 80s. Yeah. Or I think it was later than that. I think this was like in the 90s. I don't think 104-year-old Frank Baum was going off about like, you gotta give him a different hat. <laughs> he looks the same. People are going to be confused if this is the same shot or not. And they were. And they were. Me. I was confused because we're, we're watching this thing where he's like, let me tell you about the life and times of Santa Claus. And then uh, it cuts to, yeah, same shot, same location, same table. Uh, different people gathered around it. Really, what got it for me is that I looked. I'm like, oh, I don't see the wind demon. Right. This must be the past. <laughs> you dismissed the wind demon. <laughs> right. Okay. And then he's telling him about like, oh, I found a child and I left her with the lioness. And then the wood nymph's like, what's a child? And he's like, well, you were born this way as all immortals are. Which is why I'm kind of like, are all forest creatures immortal? In the forest of... In Bursey? Jesus Babesus, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was un unclear as to whether or not it was just the council that was like immortals <laughs> like just the people at the beginning but then yeah he's like talking to the wooden and he's like you were born exactly this way and you'll stay this way forever but children are born little babies and they grow up to be big men yep and and that's it um and then yeah Nasil is like i would like to see this child and then goes and spies on it's actually pretty cute, like the the lioness Shiagra. Shiagra, the lioness. Shiagra. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, like the name and also the fact that it's a lion taking care of a baby. We're like, well, this is some straight up Jungle Book shit. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. They even call him the man child at one. Yes, point. they use the term man child, <laughs> and I'm immediately like, no, that's Mowgli. That's Come on, give the... me a break. Um, yeah, but then she goes and spies, sees uh, Shiagra cuddling the little man child baby. Yeah. And something inside her uh, breaks into song. Mm-hmm. And uh, it happens, I can't even tell you how many songs there were in this movie, because it happens very similarly to the opening of the movie, where the scene starts, Santa Claus sings, four lines, leaves. And so we see Nasil, and she's talking to herself, being like, oh, that's a baby. Maybe a baby is the thing that's been missing from my life, singing a song. And we were like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. There was no lead up to that. <laughs> and it likewise did not last long. Yeah. And I'm, and my theory is that it's just like, okay, well, they only got like an hour, <laughs> just <laughs> under an hour to get everything in. They don't have time to be You got the whole life up. of Santa Claus yeah. to get through. You got time to work up to <laughs> that. But it's yeah so you know she she's like i gotta kidnap this baby and yep. she takes the baby and the lioness is real pissed about it and yeah. and then they both end up and great act is like hey 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 whoa whoa lion calm down you did a good job you protected the baby but now it's going to be raised by the wood nymph because you're a lion and this is a human <laughs> and you just you you understand right you get me right Chiagra? <laughs> you get it <laughs> oh and all of the voices and singing is like 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 operatic oh yeah like it's all very very dramatic and very enunciated yeah but that 
<laughs> oh yeah does not translate from the stage to the voice booth all the time and so no. almost all of the lines were very clearly enunciated and dramatic but dead yeah <laughs> so dead <laughs> well yeah there's a scene where like finally after well they name him claws oh yeah nasil names him claws because in their tongue even though they're speaking their tongue right now it's fine it's fine <laughs> it means oh fuck i forgot <laughs> baby is it that dumb it's something that dumb i shall name this baby baby this is babyus the great baby of baby <laughs> uh seal names the child claws it doesn't say okay <laughs> just <laughs> i got the wikipedia open here in case nice. we need to uh we clearly have been in need of it there's a lot of names and lore and stuff look it's hard to keep track of things when they're this dumb <laughs> so <laughs> i mean the overall plot is not very interesting or like intricate no basically there's like one sequence where uh the great act does a little um ghost of christmas past bullshit <laughs> or he takes claws to the human world to show them to or to show him like what what they're like and it's basically like the first scene is uh you know in in, in you know surfs surfs in farming in the, a crop field yeah and like this 17th century kind of thing and one of the kids takes a turnip for himself and then gets whipped by the master and is like you're not stealing turnips from me I'm yeah like do that again and you're going back to the orphanage right is that what he said yeah so he clearly Damn. just took that kid to be a worker right yeah great yeah what a time so, yeah those were not his parents <laughs> yeah uh and uh you know he's like yo stop it's just one turnip let him have it he's probably hungry he's like you can't see or hear us claws remember how i said that no one could hear or see us and idiot <laughs> anyways let's go to another scene and then they're in feudal japan and there's like two kids practicing with kendo sticks to be samurai mm-hmm and he's like, what are they doing? And like, well, they're doing samurai practice so that one day they will be a samurai and they will work for their lord and maybe even die for him. And then the one kid loses and then the master picks up his stick and starts, uh, you know, sparring with the other kid. And Claus is like, no, no, don't hit him with your stick. He's just a boy. And he's like, great act is like, God fucking damn it, Claus. <laughs> what did I tell you? Like twice already. They can't see or hear us. Jesus Christ. Can you even listen, bitch? Bezos. Bezos Christ. Right, sorry. Bezos. Bezos Bryst. Bezos Bryst. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's all like, but he's a kid. He should have a happy childhood like I did. Right. And, oh yeah, before this, before this scene, there was a whole montage of him growing up into a young man. And the whole time, there was a song singing that was essentially like, Claus is a baby, and he's super happy. He has no idea what's coming. And it like that's the general like feeling of the song where he's like yeah. happy go lucky, doesn't know shit, shit's going to hit the fan, not prepared. Yeah. And so <laughs> this scene of Great Act literally ruining his childhood is shit hitting the fan. And yeah. all the fairies were singing about it and he was listening, I guess I don't know. Yeah. 
So then they go to medieval England and there's two knights just beating each other with maces. <laughs> yep. Which is r- actually really funny to see in stop motion. Yeah, it is. It was very humorous. And he's like, is this just what men do? They just beat, they just kill each other for no good reason? And Great Axe like, well, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> this is what thing. This is what things are like in the human world. Anyways, you have to live here now because you're not a fairy. So. Sucks to suck. Good luck. I'll send the elf t- tingler to hang out with you. Oh, yeah. God, when he finally leaves the fairy realm and everyone bids him farewell. And then it's like, yeah, Shiagra's coming with him to keep him safe. Legit, that's an immortal lion. Immortal lions. Awesome. Why the fuck are you taking tingler, this sound gnome? And when we say sound gnome, he actually is like able to speak every language, including two animals. Yeah. But some of the languages that he, <laughs> that he speaks are synthesizers yeah and it's very distracting the first time we see him and he's like running and we're like hearing little bits of like german and spanish coming out of his mouth but then also like laser guns (laughs) yeah we're like whoa is there a robot chasing him no it was him he just forgot which language to speak yep and great act is like don't speak to me in the language of the forest speak to me in my tongue or whatever why are you talking French at me? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Something so, yeah. like that. Tingler and and Chiagra. Yeah. Down. Oh, and honestly, before he leaves, there is what should be a very touching scene. Oh yeah. God. Between him and uh, was it Nasil? Nasil, yeah. Yeah, and like, where he's like, "What's a man?" And Nasil's like, "Well, when mortal children reach." a certain age they are called men and that is what you are now um and he's like okay and then she's like there's another word that mortals use and he's like what's that mother oh are you my mother nasil i would like you to call me that at least this one time okay mother and yeah then she cries and then they Goodbye, embrace. mother. Yeah. It's like what everyone who's afraid of AI art. Oh, God. Um, you know, coming in and taking all of our gerbs. Um, gerbs. <laughs> the doctor gerbs. Uh, like, that's what they're afraid of. Like, that's, but like, that's the quality of the movies <laughs> that are going to come out. And then, like, AI, make us a Santa Claus movie. That like that's that's the tone. It sounds the level of acting would get. <laughs> it sounds like when you hear you know like people have done like fake Joe Rogan podcasts with AI. It's like it sounds like Joe Rogan's voice, but dead. Yep, <laughs> he's dead inside. Yep. Which maybe he is in real life. I don't know. I don't know. Anything I think. About him, I know. I, I think that he isn't, and that he should be. I think. Oh. but that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Whoa, dude. Mm-hmm. You're taking on Joe. You're taking on Big Joe. Yeah biggest podcast in the world yeah nice i have no idea what i'm getting myself into no it's fine it's fine he's not gonna listen to it and if he does it's only good for us yeah wow can you imagine if he blew up if he was like on twitter and he was like smash talking us and then we're like like, wow you listen to our podcast (laughs) these guys you said we should be dead inside be like oh my god joe rogan listens to the show (laughs) does your mother call you joseph that's the first thing I'd ask him. Yeah, when she's mad at you, is she calling you Joseph? <laughs> like, Joseph Rogan, you get in here. Stop bow hunting that elk and get in here. 
So that's what. Why do you keep talking are. to Elon Musk? I don't want you talking to that boy. He's a bad He's influence. A bad influence. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Incredible. The richest man in the world, Mom. God, <laughs> shut the fuck up. He's gonna give me a free Cybertruck. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, um, I'll be, and I'll be killed when I crash into a stop sign because it has zero crumple points, and my neck is gonna snap like a toothpick. That from neck? the whiplash. That yeah. neck. That neck's not gonna snap like a toothpick. <laughs> Let's be real. Good old meaty neck Joe. What did I say before? Cut a beef. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's a real just chunk of beef. (laughs) Oh, we're firing all kinds of shots today. Who else do we want to take on? Um, Fucking. uh, I'm still just thinking of beef neck. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, My dad wrote a porno. It sucks. Come at us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that podcast. Yeah, it's a big one. Wow. I Hey, McElroy Brothers, fuck you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> let's, start, let's start an internet beef with the McElroy Brothers. I would be thrilled. That'd be great for our brand, actually. We yeah. will. They're funnier than us. We will oh, be God. roasted to death. They're so funny. But we'll we give it if a good If we did go. anything to prompt their humor content, I would be thrilled. Yeah. My God, they're funny. I could take Griffin in a fight. Like physically? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I could, but. A little string. Oh, no, you could. He's a little, you think a little so? string bean. Yeah, he can fucking take down. Hmm. Not the big one, though. <laughs> Travis? <laughs> Justin. Justin's the big one. Travis is the middlest brother? I think so. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. I think Travis is the cute one. <clears throat> With the beard? Yeah. Yeah. He's really cute. Is he? I think so. Okay. We've gone off topic. <laughs> we have gone off topic. The point is... Whoo! The point is, the AI acting sounds bad. That's what we were talking but about. It's by, but it's by humans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, should have been a very touching scene. Should have been a very touching Got scene. nothing from it. <laughs> no. Uh, and so from there, he goes on to live with the humans, with his lion for protection, and his elf for someone to talk to, I guess. Uh... And he goes yeah. and lives in the ho ho he he ha ha valley of <laughs> laughter. Uh, well, he yeah uh, he comes. They get to the edge of the forest oh, and then up. and then find snow. Yeah, and I think it's called the laughing valley of ho ha ho. You are correct. It is the laughing valley of ho ha ho. It's stuck in my mind as being particularly terrible. Oh, and just for uh, the reference, Tingler is a sound imp. Oh, imp. Yeah. That's more appropriate than Gnome. He's very impish. Thank you for clarifying. No worries. He looks like um uh the the oh fuck. Yeah, kind of like the the trolls from uh the Hobbit cartoon. He's got like the same like face. Mm. Kinda a little like, bit. Little like little halfway bit. between that and like Ichabod Crane from the old Sleepy Hollow cartoon super huge nose right yeah 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 Yeah, definitely tiny neck huge nose (laughs) huge nose um so yeah the laughing valley of ho ha ho is that ever explained no no um but he he starts uh you know he he gets a house and he start basically creates a town no the town there already i think Okay. It was very unclear and time lapsey, where right. like he's there and then 
and then he's in like a a shelter without walls that he probably built Mm -hmm. even though he's a kid and then it's like a shot of like a larger building from a from a different angle that we're like did it get is that a different place we don't know and then he has like a bunch of wood nymphs there that he's like thank you for coming to my new home so it's like that big dramatic goodbye was kind of stupid if they yeah. can all just come and visit him whenever the fuck they want and he's older and like a little bit a little at that bit. point um but oh, the, whatever but just, yeah it time lapses he fucking grows up he grows up there's a like village a man with a beard right there's a the beard village. there's a beard time lapse yes where it just you see him getting older and older and then he just has more and more beard each time it's like him as a kid him with a little pedo stash when he's a when he's a teenager him with like a, a goatee in the 90s and then he gets a full beard and then yeah and yeah i think there's like a village across the valley was was eventually what i figured out definitely not clear in the moment when he's suddenly in a town and hanging out with kids yeah um but then one night when he's in his home um with yeah, it's a nearby village. As he grows older, he continues to work uh, to bring happiness to the children of a nearby village. He eventually makes toys, the first being a wooden black cat. Yeah, because all of a sudden we have a scene where he's in his home with Tingler and Shiagra, and then there's also a black cat there. Yeah. And Shiagra's like, the fuck's up with this cat? And then he's like, well, that's a cat that Nasil sent. So maybe it's immortal, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Um, Be nice. And then he hears, like, there's, like, a help or something outside. And then they go and they find a kid in the snowdrift outside his house. So they bring him in to save his life. And then um, Santa Claus is, like, whittling wood, but maybe hasn't figured out what he wants to do yet. And the kid is like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I don't fucking know. And the kid's like, that's a cool cat. Good night. And then Santa Claus is like, hmm, or Claus, rather. Yeah goes huh i will make a wooden version of the cat for the kid to take back to the orphanage because he's also from an orphanage yeah (laughs) um and that's yeah the first toy which i guess they don't have a word for that yet it seemed like that word got it was the first toy like he created toys yeah like invented toys. toys yeah i think tingler might have been the one to to call it that Mm-hmm. But he was like, "What do you call it?" He's like, "I don't know." You're the word guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no, sorry, that was a different one. That was when he's making a doll later. Oh, that's right. And then uh, Tinker's like, "What if we call him Chazwazes or whatever?" And he's like, "That's <laughs> stupid." Simpsons reference. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "That's stupid." How about we call it a doll? He's like, "That's the perfect word." It's like. Yay. Why'd you say Chuzwazers, you fucking idiot? <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, so then he brings the kids, shows them the toy, and then they're all like, wow, this is great. And then they sing. And, and then like, we have the, the longest It's so song. long, but it's like the same four lines, basically. Yeah. Maybe eight. I don't know. It's basically, I want to wake up to a big surprise. Yeah. Which it's giving... <laughs> <laughs> Which is not... <laughs> does not bring to mind for me personally a lot of positive connotations to wake up to a big surprise you've shot yourself that's one of the first (laughs) things that comes to mind 
Oh, there's the dookie in my bed. Yeah. You wake up to a big surprise. Oh, my house is on fire. You, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to wake up to a big surprise. And it's this whole song, but it's just, they all sing about that toy. All they want is that toy. That Probably toy. because yeah. that's the only toy that exists. It's the only toy they've ever seen. They don't even know what the realm of toys is even capable of doing. Yeah. They got to know the stupid yeah. kids. They want a black cat so stupid. with yellow green eyes that are just green. Very um, much just green. <laughs> and a blue bow tie. Greenest eyes I've ever seen, really. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they sing about it for way too long. Just over and over way and over again. Way too long. But they're really sort of sending Santa Claus. They're really laying out his fucking his journey for him. Yes. Like, I would like to go to sleep and then wake up and there's a bunch of toys here that I did nothing for. I didn't <laughs> work hard at all. Someone just gave it to me. I'm a good boy and or girl. And Santa Claus is like, this gives me an idea. It's like, is it to sneak into children's houses and leave them toys in the sleep? So then they wake up, they're surprised by the toys. Ooh, plot twist. It's exactly that is what yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, then uh, yeah, so- Sound Imp's like, well, if we're going to make toys, we're going to need some help. And yeah. then that's when all the other forest nymphs and... Yeah, all the people and- who had like visited him before... Yeah. Come and help out. I'm guessing they're supposed to be like the elves in the workshop kind of thing. Yeah, but none of them are elves. Yeah, so they start making toys, but that they're going to go deliver to the kids. But oh no, what's that? The Ogwas are there. Oh yeah, like so. The beginning of this movie, like we said, was super dark and dramatic, and then it gets very like whimsical, weird, happy-go-lucky, and then they're like making toys in the shop and then all of a sudden bam <laughs> a window smashes with like a rock oh and right a, and i a forgot note about attached that. to it <laughs> the, the note is basically like stop making fucking toys yeah. or we'll kill you yeah king agua it's 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 basically that it's like if we if you keep making toys we're coming for you yeah it was so random and intense and we're like king agua who's that and Jingler, no, Tingler, Tingler, Jeez, whatever. Yeah, um, Jingler would have been better. Anyways, uh, yeah, what, anyway, Tingle Nuts is like, oh, Aguas, those are evil spirits that try to tempt children to do bad things. And we're like, whoa, okay, <laughs> that exists. Um, and. Yeah, except they never actually tempt the children to do bad things. They just steal all of Santa Claus's <laughs> toys as he's going to deliver them. He's yeah. like walking through the through the town with a sack and all of a sudden just some invisible thing just starts pulling on it and just like pulls the sack out of his hand and it <laughs> floats away. Oh, that's right. When when Tingler tells him about the Aguas and is like like literally goes to leave the room, opens the door and is like Oh, by the way, they can turn themselves invisible. Good luck! And just fucking leaves. Yeah. Why did I exit? Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, and so yeah, we never see them do anything to kids, um, but no. they're just pissed off because the kids are happy. Yeah, and and the, they're just constantly stealing toys and adding them to like a giant goblin pile of treasure kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the design of the Aguas, they're oh. like very like orc hobgoblin esque yeah. but with <laughs> lip tusks <laughs> yeah the, like we're watching the movie and i'm watching this guy talk and he's got like 
two bottom tusks in a place where they would be in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Growing out of gums, presumably. Presumably. But then his top tusks are just like long tusks that are protruding straight out. He's got like four of them protruding straight out of his top lip. Like they're trying to escape from his face. Yeah. And I'm just like, how do you chew your food? <laughs> well, they eat... Um... Children's happiness? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you need a lot of tusk to get through that. So, word gets back to Greydak somehow. Yeah. I, th- I can't remember if Tingler send- tells him or if they send a letter or something like that. But, basically, word gets back to Greydak that the, the Aguas are, are fucking with Claws. Fucking and his- with his boy. Yeah. And he's like, this will not stand... I'll get my axe. And he's just like... Oh, no, wait, no. First, he does just talk to them. Like, he, he goes somewhere right, and is like, yeah, yeah. I summon you, King Agua. Reveal yourself. And then King Agua appears there with, like, three of his lackeys. Right. And is like, who the fuck are you that you can summon me and make me visible? And he's like, I'm Great Ack. The Great Ack. I'm the Great Ack. <laughs> I'm Great Ack. The Great Ack. You know, the Ack that's great. That's yeah. me. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, shit. Haven't you seen my ad campaign? Yeah. Um, yeah, and basically they're like, we don't owe any allegiance to immortals. And he's like, that's true. But stop fucking with my boy. Yeah. And they're like, make me. And, and then he's fuck like... fuck with one of us who fucks with all of us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck with the forest. The forest fucks with you. Uh, and, and then Greydak like, is basically like, if it's war you want... It is war you shall have, King Agua. And I was like, whoa. And war then, was not what I was expecting from yeah. the life and adventures of Santa Claus. And King Agua was like, yeah, sure, whatever. War, we'll do it. Whatever, I don't even care, bro. Yeah. Um, and, but he should. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> Great Ack goes and gets his axe. Gets and I'm his like, great axe. His great axe. <laughs> the Great Ack has a great axe. Yeah, it's not a, a great axe. Great ass. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like it looks like some kind of enchanted silver axe that he like takes out and apologizes to it for taking it out and yeah. says that he's tried to sew for peace. He's like, I'm sorry, axe, but you must taste blood once more. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he's got, right? And he's and then he like gathers the immortals, and then they meet uh, the Aguas on the battlefield. Yeah, there is a fucking small army of like wood nymphs and whatever other weird things from yeah New Jersey, and New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey. That's why he was talking like that earlier. Hey. <laughs> Um, and, and then, yeah, King Agua and his random other Aguas, which do not necessarily need to have the same arrangement of limbs or wings. Um, they're a varied race, it turns out. Also, they have a fucking dragon. Yeah, and like a Cyclops. Yeah, and... Yeah, he's just like, all right, send in the dragon. <laughs> yeah, he's basically there, and like, you guys are fucked, because we have a dragon, you came with sticks. Yeah. And then the dragon goes in, and one wood nymph steps forward with a little twig in her hand. Yeah, she's like, what, you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> and then the dragon fucking, like, breathes fire down, and then they just, like, hold up the stick. So slowly. The fire, like, 
retracts from the wood nymph, goes back up to the dragon, completely encompasses the dragon's body, burns it up as it writhes in stop motion in the like, sky. Like to a cinder. Yeah, it disappears. <laughs> and it was like, oh, they're fucked. Yeah. And then it's basically a montage that, again, is longer than I expected it to be Yeah, of these Aguas getting fucking wrecked. Yeah. yeah. And at one point, one of them is flying and is like flying above Great Ack. And who holds up his great axe. Yeah. And like, kind of like, it's very awkward stop motion. They kind of like, like tilt it back and then tilt it forward in a very slow chopping motion. But then like the Agua backs up so as not to get hit by it and then advances again. And then he tilts the arm back and then tilts it forward again. And then the Agua backs up so that it doesn't get chopped. And then a laser beam comes out of the axe. Yeah. They do the classic laser beam out of the axe. Classic. Um, that is kind of a thing in, like, 80s kids media. You remember, like, He-Man? He's got a sword, but I don't think he swings it that often. I think he, like, shoots a laser beam out of it. I mean, he definitely has before. Yeah. But he swings it more than Greatak. Same with, like, <laughs> same with like Skeletor, right? He just shoots lasers out of there. Classic. I think there's, like, a thing where it's like, ah, if we have, like, He-Man just hacking at Beast-Man with a sword, like, that's... <laughs> that's gonna get nasty. <laughs> that's fucked. But if he shoots a little laser out of it or something, then we can just add a little pew-pew. And Beastman's like, and then, yeah. What like, like technically? You, you better run home, Beastman. You're playing with fire. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What like technically qualifies as violence in television shows is weird. Yeah, because GI Joe always shot lasers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like this fucking being gets burned alive. That's fine. Yeah, you can't hit it with the axe, but no. you can like disintegrate it yeah as it like cries correct that's fine yeah it's so fucked up <laughs> and they did on star trek right you get hit with a phaser you just disappear yep. it just atomizes you but if you get shot with a phaser and it's like burns a hole through and you're, and you're like oh you die a slow painful death and you slowly bleed out from like a partially cauterized wound to the gut and like your organs are shutting down yep yeah classic yes yeah, nasty so yeah king agua star trek pussies <laughs> show what it's really like anyways yeah nice. king agua king agua fucking pieces yeah um well he runs away and then yeah. it kind of like fades to black and then it's clearly later and it's nighttime <clears throat> and great is with claws and is like the aguas are no more he ain't gonna be bothering you no more <laughs> yeah like, what do you mean like he doesn't live around here anymore did he move away Let's just say I took care of it. Did you convince him not to do it? Like, he ain't gonna be bothering you no more. That's all you need to know, kid, okay? All right. Let me give you a little kiss on the cheek. Let me give you a little peck. Give me the other one, too. Give me the other cheek. Just gonna give you a little smooch here, a little smooch there. There you go. Slaps him in the cheek. Like, that's a good lad. You're a good boy. All righty. I'm off to New Jersey. Yeah. We're gonna get some gabagool. You want some? We'll get the gabagool sandwich. Yep, and so then Santa Claus is free to deliver toys, but now it's nighttime, and so he has to go at night. Yeah. He's used to going at day and just giving them toys. Yeah. So he gets there, he goes, knock, knock, Well, no, first he's like, how oh, am I going to get around? And then some other uh, old immortal creature's like, you could use these reindeer and they'll fly you around, but you oh, have to have right. them back by midnight. <laughs> 
Oh, no, by, by daybreak. Or by daybreak. Yeah, and we're like, why? No one asks. I don't know. <laughs> they'll turn into gremlins. <laughs> if it was that, then that would have been amazing. Don't get them wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking reason. He just, yeah. he just wants them back. He wants his reindeer back by daybreak. I don't know what he's doing with them during the day, but here he's we are. He's just really protective. He doesn't, want, you know, he doesn't want them to be away from their dad, which is him. I guess. He's real protective. It's weird. It is kind of weird. Um, but yeah. anyways, yeah. He, so then he's able to fly across the valley because they're flying reindeer. No one ever talks about it. I mean, yeah, it's like from that from that point after they have the big immortal battle with the dragon and the laser shooting axe <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, it goes where you expect it to go, pretty much. Yeah, like it's like okay, so I guess this is how he gets the flying reindeer, and he flies around. Oh, yeah, and he's like flying over the valley and like laughing because they're flying. Yeah, and he's like, ho ho ho, ha ha ha. I guess this is why they call it the Laughing Valley. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. I like now I get why they call it the Laughing Valley. It's like, what the fuck, dude? You've lived here for so long. Yeah. You haven't figured it out. There's laughing gas in the air. Duh. NO2, bro. And they're all breathing it in. There's an open fissure over there. It's just venting out of the earth. <laughs> don't know why Great Egg didn't solve that problem. Yeah. But anyway. Very selective with his problem solving. Mm-hmm. Um Classic immortal. Classic. But anyways, yeah, so then they show up at someone's house right but it's nighttime it's so nighttime sleep so yeah he goes like knock knock tries the door well i guess we failed <laughs> better go home and then yeah. it's and then it's actually tingler who points out the chimney yeah and he's like oh i could do that and then he goes down the chimney and he sees stockings hung there to dry and he's like oh i'll put toys in these and then also puts them in the bed yeah goes up to the sleeping children puts toys in their bed and so then they wake up and they're like, whoa, toys. Whoa, more toys in stockings. This is amazing. And the parents are like, well, it must have been Claus, who they who they know because they're the village yeah. nearby. And he's the only one who makes toys. So yeah, pretty that, that Saint Claus that makes toys. Oh, yeah. They call him a saint. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kids are like, Saint Claus? Santa Claus. It's like, No. What? Just, Saint Claus, do you do you have a hearing problems? Did you not hear us correctly? You just children, said Saint. We heard you say Saint first. Children, are your ears working okay? Do you need to have an ear exam? We're taking you to the doctor. You didn't you can't hear us properly. <laughs> it made it, it was no, just Santa Claus. And it's just for <laughs> from then on out everyone refers to him as Santa Claus. Yeah. I know. Those kids just go. Do they just do they, do they get flyers printed up or something? They're just going around like <laughs> knocking on everyone's door, like this is from Santa Claus. Only call him Santa Claus, not Saint Claus. Don't yeah, listen to my parents; they they're both, wrong. They both look at each other and they're like, "Santa Claus tweeting it," <laughs> and then it just blows up on social media. The whole village knows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then so then you know he gets he think gets it's like a DB Cooper thing. Yep, that's exactly it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. Okay, so DB Cooper. <laughs> D.B. Cooper's the guy that hijacked the plane. You familiar? Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yep, so yep, when yep, he yep. bought his ticket in the, in the 70s, he was walking up to the gate, and you're like, hello, this is my name. I'd like a ticket, please. And then they're like, all right, that'll be $7. And then you get to fly through the sky, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, and they don't check your bag, which is why he could get on the plane yep. with dynamite. That makes um, sense. But he, he gave his his name as Dan Cooper, 
uh, on, on to the ticket lady. And she's like, I don't need to see your ID. That's a perfectly normal name for a perfectly normal white man. Yep, getting onto a plane in the 70s. Dan Cooper, here you go. And then he gets on the plane. And then some, after the hijacking, someone, there was a, there was a prisoner that all, that whose, whose initials were D.B. Cooper, uh, who had like recently got out on parole or something. And someone thought it might've been him. Uh, and some radio, uh, telephone switchboard operator accidentally reported it from the police to the media that, uh, somewhere got crossed dan cooper got switched to db cooper and then everyone just published db cooper and it was literally wrong yeah it was like what dan cooper was the alias that he used it was like one switchboard operator fucked up one time (laughs) wow and for all of history everyone's like it's db cooper and then the actual db cooper's like i was in jail (laughs) that's wild (laughs) yeah so anyways it's like that yeah, that's how Santa Claus got his name. It was a DB Cooper situation. <laughs> the media called the kid's house, and they're like, "Who gave you the presents?" They're like Santa Claus, and he's like, "No, Saint Claus." <laughs> yep, classic. It's like, okay, Santa Claus, we're running it. <laughs> Front page. <sighs> yeah, that's what happens. And then in that one night, he's then Santa Claus, and he delivers toys to all the boys and girls of the village. But he gets the reindeer back, like. A minute after a minute daybreak, after daybreak yeah. and Master Gluk or whatever the fuck his name is, is pissed, unreasonably slow. Yeah, he's like, what and the Santa f- Claus is like, it's literally one minute, and he's like, yeah, one minute is one minute, yeah. which is a difficult argument to dismantle. I'll be honest, <laughs> we, but <laughs> we had an agreement as gentlemen. And I expect you to uphold it. <laughs> now I will kill you. <laughs> And then Santa Claus is like, but I would really like to use them again because it makes it way easier to pull this sleigh and get to more children and give them toys. And he's like, ah, fine, but you only get to do it one night a year and you have to have them back by daybreak. <laughs> I guess you can do it in Christmas Eve. Bye. <laughs> I'm not doing anything Christmas Eve. <laughs> you can have the reindeer then. All yeah. my other reindeer business is tied up for the other 364 days out of the year, but Christmas Eve is I I I blocked that that night off from me. That's my personal night for myself. So you can have the reindeer then. Yeah, it's so well, random and arbitrary. Yeah, and then and then yeah, he's like, whoa, that's only 10 days away. I just delivered all my toys. I don't have time to make more. It's hopeless. And and then they like try to make more toys, but then he's like full of despair because he doesn't have enough time to make toys we don't know who he's giving them to at this point but i guess it's presumably every child in the world yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um but then master whatever face Uguay. <laughs> that's him this is actually a crossover <laughs> um the the reindeer lord master of beasts um like comes in with the sleigh and has found the agua's cave and found all of the toys that they stole over a long period of time. Yeah. And is like, hey, I have saved Christmas. You're welcome. And then Santa Claus goes and delivers all the toys. And then that's that's the history. And then he goes and he does it for 50 years. Yeah. And becomes old. And then that's where the movie is actually taking place, where he's literally going to die if he goes out one more time. Yeah. Death is like walking up to the front door like... Whoop! Time to do uh, the reapings, and <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And and, and great act is like, oh shit, we need to act now. <laughs> we need to great act now. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he called all the immortals. And then this is the story that he has been telling all of the other immortals. And they're like, we need to save Santa Claus. Yeah. They really get the wind guy on board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, honestly, like no one else really talks. Yeah, it's him, and then there's like some queen of the forest that's in many scenes yeah. that's with Greatac, and then it's the wind demon, and then at one point, someone else at the table shoots a lightning bolt into the sky <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Just fucking pops off. <laughs> says nothing it's literally just it cuts to her and she shoots like a lightning bolt out of a wand and, and then it cuts back to the rest <laughs> of the conversation it's like, no no idea why why would you take the time to animate that it's, it's amazing <laughs> that probably took like a whole day for someone oh, to for do. sure oh incredible but they all unanimously agree that santa claus should be made immortal yeah and there's apparently one mantle of immortality. Things get dramatic again. Yeah. Um, uh, only one in the mortal realm. The golden mantle. Let it be brought here. And it's like, um, <laughs> the quality of the film is way too bad. We couldn't actually see anything about the mantle. It was just light. Yeah, Maybe look, it was supposed to be, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. A lot of the snow scenes are very blown out. In this. Oh, yeah. You can see. We, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, why did they just disappear? Oh, there's a snowman in the foreground. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, they're just standing in a white void. <laughs> good times. Yeah. So then... This movie, the, the, the file we watched had so many pixels. <laughs> yeah, it's great. At least a dozen pixels. At least a dozen pixels. Pretty high-tech shit. Uh, yeah, and then the golden mantle floats up from their table, and it lands on Santa Claus, who, if I'm remembering correctly, the mantle of light falls on him, sinks into his body he opens his eyes and says merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> to himself yeah um and then yeah i think we do get a scene of him like thanking great for making him immortal and that he'll try to be worthy of it and great like i'm sure you will and then he flies off because it's christmas eve again i guess yeah and yeah and presumably great goes off to kill the troll king or something <laughs> probably <laughs> wage war against the ogres <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's uh that's the life and avengers of santa claus we did it joe we did the whole thing we sure did what a film it Wild. Uh, technically would have been produced on film you are <laughs> you are correct uh let's see here what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score says about this film? I'll give you a hint. The audience score and the tomato meter uh, are, are 3% off from each other. Wow, that's very close. Yeah, there's eight reviews. Um, I'm going to shoot for uh, 36. Uh, you might want to invert that, mate, because it's... 60. Right? 63%. That's higher than I was expecting. The AV Club says it badly botches what a Christmas special should be and is worth watching mainly for unintentional laughs. Okay, well, that is what we're after. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then uh, this other person says, uh, lacks the lighthearted charm of the earlier specials, but makes up for it in its tight plot and the best magic the studio ever did. <laughs> Someone was paid to say that. Yeah. There's something pleasingly goofy about Santa wandering into scenes that might as well have been ripped from the pages of Marvel Comics. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, where do you set this on our three-pronged scale? The trident of truth. Yeah. The trident of film ratings. <sighs> Honestly, I, th- I think I'm going to go with Craptacular. I had a lot of laughs watching this stupid, stupid film. I I'm also gonna say craptacular. Nice. It's craptacular. Um, it we got one. We got one. Uh, it's it's charming and quirky, and yeah, it was it was not painful to watch. Yes, <laughs> that was it that's was the not. main thing. We never confusing. Yes, a little bit confusing. <laughs> But again, never confusing enough where I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just going to go on my phone. I don't want to pay attention. Yeah. It was like, wait, hold on. Why <laughs> Why is he explaining this to them if they were all there? And you're like, no, no, no. It's a different table, different time. <laughs> different people. Yeah. Well, same table, different time. Same table, different time. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was so funny. Uh, so, yeah, that's the... Uh, Rankin Bass's Lost Christmas special, I guess. <laughs> they don't really include that one on the... Yeah, not so much. On the DVD collection with all of the other... <laughs> but anyone who wants to go watch it, I mean, if you're in the States, apparently it's on Prime Video. But, oh, there you go. But also, uh, Google it. Someone put it on Daily Motion. You can there, just watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, don't think, I don't think the lawyers over at Rankin Bass are... Uh, yeah, they probably got other stuff going on. Or that company might not exist, so... It's possible. There was a Warner Brothers logo at the beginning of this. So. There was. And then at one point, there was, like, a transparent stamp of, like, like the Mickey Mouse silhouette yeah. over the video. I don't know if this was, like, a... Maybe it aired on Disney or Disney something? Disney Channel. Yeah, maybe Disney Channel, like, played all the Rankin-Bass stuff at Christmas at one point. And that's someone when someone taped it. literally taped yeah. it to VHS and then uploaded it to the internet yeah. many years later. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Um, so yeah, you can you can seek it out. It's it's also probably in on YouTube in nine parts. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um <sighs> with Spanish subtitles burned in oh, permanently. Yeah. <laughs> you can't change it. Beautiful. Um so yeah, that's that's the life and t- adventures uh, also the life and times. The life and times. You did say that once during the podcast. Yeah, life and adventures of Santa Claus, uh definitely one to add to the Christmas catalog. Yeah, it's also like a tight 49 minutes. So oh yeah. Just go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, it keeps it tight. It keeps it tight. Um you can you can squeeze this one in for sure. Yep. Um Yeah. Uh and with that, I think we're done, right? Yeah, I think that's the that's Christmas. What a year. What, what a, year a year we've had. Uh next month we'll probably be back with a show. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Probably. Probably. Um until then, uh oh, you know what? Yeah, linktr.ee slash retro crap pod and a bunch of things you can click on. It takes you to different places. Yeah. That we are. Um So if you're HelloFresh and you want to sponsor us, or you're Joe Rogan and you want to kill us. That's where you can find our information. Yeah. Um, but come at me, Joe. We'll... <laughs> <laughs> come at me, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyways. Amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. Until next time. Thanks for listening and uh, happy 
Christmas or whatever you celebrate around this time. Happy Crapmas. Happy Crapmas. Have we never done that before? I don't think so. Fuck, we're stupid. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, (laughs) keep watching crap, everybody. (laughs) Seriously? I don't think we've ever said that. Oh my god. I kind of want to go back to the other Christmas episodes and confirm, but...